Hello. Hello. Hello, governor. Oh, no. Is it going to be one of those? Yeah, I guess so. Here's a pop quiz. Are we in the EU, aren't we? <laughs> oh, it's terrible. You're not. I'm so sorry for <laughs> listeners who live in countries that sound anything close to what we're doing, which is wrong. Sort of like Australia. <laughs> Cockney. Via London. Via... It's not good. I don't know. Brazil. <laughs> Uh, I don't think. Gosh, we should just start over. Anyway, we veered into weird political what realms? No, I haven't slept in like days. Anyway, hello, welcome to Historical History. It's a podcast. Oh my gosh, it's a podcast. I'm Alexis. I'm Haley. Uh, and today we're going to talk about a few things. But first, I want to say up top that if you didn't know. People who listen on Google Play, one, don't do it because it hates us and it won't do it right. Uh, and there are so many more places you could listen to. Like, I'm not trying to tell you where to listen. I'm just telling you Google Play and us don't mix <laughs> very well. We've been having problems. Problems forever so, I mean. since we submitted to them in the first place. But uh, I talked about it briefly at the end of our license plate episode, which I was like, I should probably talk about it in a main episode because I'm sure people, some people don't listen to the bonus ones. Mm-hmm. But also, someone on our Discord told me that uh, our episode cut off on Google Play oh, at, like, 40-something no. minutes. Oh, cool. So it didn't even get to those people who did listen to it oh, on Google Play. Cool. So if you cool. listen on Google Play, Google is doing this fun thing where they decided that podcasts are too popular. Hey, hey. <laughs> and instead of combining that with music on Google Play, that they're going to move all their music to YouTube Music, and then they're going to have Google Podcasts. Instead of Google Play, which is kind of both of them. Great. Because of that, we have to, like, resubmit things. And I don't remember when that is because I forgot what the email said. But uh, it might be even more weird and annoying than usual. Great. But also, I'm hoping that because we have to resubmit it, maybe it'll fix it. Like, that it's possible that... It's it could nice. be better. It's nice to have hope. Yeah. <laughs> so, but in case things are like extra weird or you think we're not doing episodes, we are trying to do something every week. And if we don't do something on a week, we'll tell you on Facebook mm-hmm. uh, if you follow us. And uh, it'll be clear there. Yeah. I so, mean. if you don't see one, check Facebook. And then if you don't hear it, try a different avenue <laughs> of podcast listening. Yeah. Mayhaps. Uh, that might do it. Yeah. And if there's not one, then then you can email us and be like, where is it? And then we can be like, oh, we forgot to post on Facebook probably. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Um, Sorry. But anyway, now I'm going to do my episode. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about bugs. I love bugs. I know you do. I'm wondering if you've heard of this, but I don't think so. I want to say I found this topic because I was scrambling trying to find something to do <laughs> And uh, so I went on my good pal cracked. Oh, yeah. And I said, give me something, anything, please. And I looked at like five articles and love, I was like, none of this will love help the me. crack. Crack is good. <laughs> crack. Uh, crack. Cracked Spain. Cracked.com. Or Mex- Mexico. Yeah. It's cocaine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, we should. I should leave. We're going to talk about Mexico a little I bit. just go. But yeah, I was like, get cracked. And then they told me about this thing that I'd never heard of. And then I was like, is that for realsies? And it do. It is for realsies. Did you know I took an entomology class in undergrad? I don't think I knew that. <laughs> I took a whole did, course. Did you take geology too? Yes. Yeah, okay. Because I, I think I've heard you talk about geology, but not entomology. Yeah. Geology, you took a whole class just about Yeah, bugs. just rocks. 
And bugs. And and bugs. Yeah, entomology is not the study of rocks. No. That's geology. I remember there was one day when they passed, they had a little, like, some cigar boxes full of cockroaches, and they just passed oh. them around the entire lecture <laughs> hall, and they were so cute. That's adorable. Just open it up, and they're like, hello. Oh, alive ones. Yeah, they were alive. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> they waved at you. They're like, hello. hello. I thought they were, like, specimens, you know. I mean, yeah. <laughs> no, I meant, like, dead ones. No. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so if you don't like bugs, uh, you're not going to want to be here. Also, if you're a hypochondriac, not going to want to be here. Oh, are they, like, in your eyeballs? It's not. I'm, no, but... Uh, are they in your heart? No. Are they under your skin, breathing? Okay, ex- stop. You're freaking people out already. Okay. <laughs> you're making it worse than it is. <laughs> But I want to thank, um, so obviously Cracked, thank you for the idea. They just had like a little tiny blurb about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to thank uh, Tara Smith from Mental Floss. Very nice article. Mental Floss always has great articles. Thank you. Popular Science Monthly, Volume 56. The best volume. 56 is Everybody a great knows. peak volume. Uh, I was going to say episode, but that's not... <laughs> Right. Yeah, it's a good episode. Mm-hmm. And then uh, a scientific article. I won't tell you the name yet because I haven't revealed what it is yet. By Ooh, a scientific article by Melissa N. Garcia, Daisy Hernandez, Rodian Gorchikov. There we go. Okay. I want to say Kachov, and it's Chikov. Ah. Uh, Christy O'Murray and Peter J. Hotez. Wow, just all around the world. They on did. That I know they did so much science. Good for you. Have you ever heard of kissing bugs? That's what I just told. The heart, it, Chagas disease gets in the heart. You need a heart transplant to <laughs> You're fix it. Skipping it's, ahead. It's so. I had listen when I listen. <laughs> Stop. When I was young, I like they had a Discovery Channel uh-huh. special. I don't know if it was just on kissing bugs. Yeah. Uh, but it scared the living daylights <laughs> out of me because they're like, yeah, it just like happens at the night and night and you can't. Don't tell everything. I'm going to explain it. But anyway, episode. it freaked me out because there's like, it's, yeah, well, you'll hear about yeah, it. Yeah, You'll hear about it. Which is why I said if you're a hypochondriac, go away because I'm going to tell you <laughs> what happens. I'm going to tell you that you probably don't have to worry about it if you live here and it's okay. Here? Where is here? United it States. C- it could come to us. <laughs> Just look at yeah, like giant hornets weren't a problem here. Okay, yeah, I was gonna reference the hornets. Remember, yeah, that, yeah. Remember that filler episode in the middle of the <laughs> pandemic where we had giant insects invading? Yeah. Also, I haven't seen any, but apparently they've been in this like tiny town that's basically in Bellevue. Yeah. That one has been spotted, so that's fun. It's like in a place I've never heard of. It's like, but a it is weird actually in Bellevue, basically between I five and like the lake and like that corner. Yeah. Where nobody goes. I didn't. Even know it was a different place. I thought it was just trees. It's just built. They only have like 500 people. It's so yeah. confusing. Anyway, I have a quote from Charles Darwin mm-hmm. where he says, At night I experienced an attack, and okay. it deserved no less a name of the Benchucha, Benchuca, a great black bug of the Pampas. The Pampas. It is most disgusting to feel soft, <laughs> wingless insects about an inch long crawling over one's body before sucking. They are quite thin, but afterwards round and bloated with blood. Hell and in yeah. this state, they are easily squashed. It's like, uh, like a bunch of old people exiting a golden corral. <laughs> Like, well, that was a, a day's Ooh. job well done. <laughs> this golden corral still exists. It's got to, right? We used to have one in the mall, and what? then they removed it. Now it's a Nike store. Anyway, you know, <laughs> a buffet. Yeah. 
it's a buffet. Um, but so Charles Darwin there, he's describing a kissing bug that he experienced. That is um, the nightmare to wake up and there are bugs on your face. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Eating you. It's not my favorite. Not, I know. Kissing bug makes it sound cute. It's not cute. It ain't. You know what a, you know what a kissing bug is? Mono. <laughs> Mono's much cuter than these bugs. Which isn't to say the popular kissing bug, Mono. Yeah. But the way that you said Mono made it sound like Bono. <laughs> like Mono's the yeah. name of a popular musician. The other kissing bug. <laughs> Bono. Bono. We all, no oh, one no. likes Bono. Oh, sad. Oh. But oh, anyway, yeah. uh, March 20, or that was from March 26, 1835 is when Charles Darwin said that. Mm-hmm. And scientifically, when they're talking, when he's talking about great black bug of pompous uh he's probably talking about it's called triatoma infest infestans uh an insect which is primary vector of the parasite called trypanosoma cruzi sounds delicious doesn't it it sounds like a like a trip yeah you go <laughs> on little cruzi trypanosoma cruzi <laughs> it's not fun though uh, um so basically what happens um it's also called Chagas disease, like you said. And what happens is this kissing bug, cute little cute. bug. They're also cute. called assassin bugs. <laughs> you know, one or the other. Or whatever. They're the same. Um, it flies, or not flies, it crawls onto, because no wings. Uh, it crawls under your body. They really like your face and your lips specifically, yeah. which the, is why kissing. They're, they follow the carbon dioxide, I assume. Yeah, something like that. And then um, they bite you. Mm-hmm. They latch on and suck your blood out. Yeah. And then you get Chagas disease because they poop right after they suck your blood into your wound. Yeah. So you can be bit by one and not get it. It's fine. But a lot of people, they'll feel something on their face, so they'll feel they get bit and they scratch it. And yeah. the feces get in the wound yeah. and infect them. Right. Uh, and you're being infected with the parasite, which is the one that I just mentioned. Mm-hmm. So it's not like just an infection of like, I don't know, just like when you have a wound that gets infected, it's a parasite inside of you. Yeah. Yay. Oh, it gets so much worse. <laughs> it does. Um, and uh, yeah, so first when that happens to you, they cause like a fever and swelling around the area. And then it enters the second phase, which is... Uh, can show up as long as 25 years after exposure yeah, to it. Yeah, that's like the messed up part. Is yeah. just like decades later. Mm-hmm. You're not going to remember a bite you got one summer. No, one bug bite you had. But suddenly like your heart's busted. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, decades later can cause organ failure and it mainly targets the heart and digestive system, which, you know, of the systems you have in your body, all of them are important. <laughs> one of the top ones, But a though. few of them are very important. Some of them are a little more central. Some of them are unlivable without. Yeah, like um, immediately unlivable. <laughs> yeah. Instantly. And, you know, the heart's one of those. And digestive system is pretty up there. It's up know? there. You can, you can do, like, maybe, you can, you know, a couple weeks, a couple weeks, which is much better than going without heart. your brain or your heart. Yeah. Which is like minutes. Minutes. But uh, yeah, so it's not fun. And once again, why I said if you're a hypochondriac, yeah. you should go because this is like a hypochondriac's worst nightmare. And like the parasites will just congest the heart till it won't work anymore. And it's the only bad. the only way to treat it is to get a transplant. Right. And But luckily, um, we do know what it looks like now chemically and so they can test for it that's good you know if you have it yeah uh so 
Good. <laughs> Positive. Yay. 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 Um, it's named after Carlos Chagas, mm-hmm. um, who's credited with the discovery of the disease because he published uh, findings in 1909 that he had isolated blood of a Brazilian patient that had the parasite and he was able to locate it. I always, uh, I always wonder about scientists like that, you know? What? Like, anytime they go to a conference after that, people are like, Oh, that Chagas. Yeah, right. I like. I put a note in my uh, notes actually that I was like, I don't think I want a disease named after <laughs> yeah. me. You know, like when it's like, if it's like a bug that mm-hmm. you discovered, like that's fun. Like the you species know. is yeah. fun. Or like it's like fossils, like we've talked about. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, fossils are fun. Yeah. Um, planets or like things oh, yeah. in the sky. Fun. Uh, astronomers and physicists have the easiest time with this. Totally. Like oh, you named oh like. Something way off. Like, oh, then the mole is named after you. Yeah. Great. Cool. Jewels. Yeah, right. Because mm-hmm. then it's like, that's not even a thing. It's just like an idea. It's just like a, a thing that like, uh, I mean, like, not like a physical thing. Mm-hmm. It's a concept. Yeah. Right. Concept. But, but when it's a disease, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, because then it's like, it's nice it's associated with you because you figured it out. Mm-hmm. And so that because of that, that's very helpful. But it's still like sad. Sad. So I'm like, oh, but good job, Charles Chagas. You You did it. You did a great job with that one. Um, I already told you you get it. So the reason I said you probably don't need to worry about it if you're here is because in America, you like I shouldn't say America, in the United States, you are a very low risk factor to get it. Uh, We have kissing bugs, but for some reason, our kissing bugs don't poop in your wound. They just don't do it, usually. Uh-huh. Uh, whereas ones in South America, Central America, and Mexico all do it. Weird. It's very weird. It's confusing. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Because they do have, like, the, the kissing bugs we have do have Chagas disease. They mm-hmm. just don't defecate immediately. So I'm just like, <laughs> what happened? wonder why. It's so confusing. Yeah. But even if you get Chagas disease, right, there are, like, recent uh, statistics for... The areas I mentioned, South America, Central America, and Mexico, they had, like, 6 million new cases in a year, Mm -hmm. but they only had 7,000 to 12,000 deaths. Oh, my God. Which is still, like, a lot, but Mm -hmm. comparatively to 6 million cases, that's not a lot. It's not. So... They're pretty good at finding it out, and you're probably fine even if you Uh, do there. so uncomfortable. Um, like you know, it's a bad disease when yeah when Haley gets upset about <laughs> when it when she's uncomfortable about it. Uh, but like I said, rarely seen in the United States. But we did have a thing, a thing, a thing, like a fling, like kind of thing, like a yeah, thing, like a thing. The ones in the United States mainly uh-huh. are in the states you would think: Texas, Arizona, New Mexico. <laughs> states next to Mexico. But even there, they don't usually get it, so that's good. Mm -hmm. Um, And and the scientific article I read was specifically examining cases from Texas within the last 60 years. Can you you imagine if you've never been to Texas? Yeah. uh, And you visit and you get Chagas disease. disease, And, like, maybe you're out, you see a prairie dog, and then you get bubonic plague too yeah and, and you, they have those and they have the lone star ticks that make it so you're allergic to meat yeah and you come back to your, <laughs> you go back home and your doctor's like what happened texas is the australia of america like everything it's happened really to you. bad like there's so many bad things Ooh. Uh, yeah 
I think that's pretty safe. I was going to say, like, Florida should be something, but it's too wet. No, yeah. It's Texas. <laughs> wet Australia. And, and Texas, like, lots of parts of Texas are a desert, so it's like it makes sense to be Australia. Yeah, and they have a coast. Nasty. It all makes sense. A lot of, I don't know, people with farms. And and most of the infections that we have in America, as far as we know, are people who cross the border, which I'm like, that doesn't count. Like, they got it somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, it's not here. So, like, even when there are infections found in America, almost always it's somebody who came from Central South America or Mexico. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it doesn't, that doesn't count. And they can fa- be found in 28 states, I'm assuming, more southern states. Mm-hmm. But like I said, they don't really, they don't even usually bite humans. They usually just bite animals. Yeah. Because it's easier. Mm-hmm. Humans, like, hide in their houses and stuff. Animals are just outside. Yeah. Animals don't have, like, mosquito nets. And like I said, these things can't fly. So, like, they just got to crawl around and try to look. But there was an article published uh, in June, on June 20th, 19, or 1899. I'm going to get it wrong every single time. Mm-hmm. 1899. <laughs> Uh, by James F. McElhone, uh, and it's titled <laughs> Bite of a Strange Bug. <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, because like, he's a journalist, just like, like... Like a bug just, like, sat on his window like, hey. Hi. <laughs> I know, it sounds like hey. it could be, like, a romance novel title. It's like, Bite of a Strange Bug. Right. Mm. Like a penny dreadful or something. Yeah. And then it turns out she's like an evil bug, an erotic short of some, fun. some kind, <laughs> but a horror short, Kiss of the Strange mm. Bug. But uh, he is like bumming around Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as he, you do. huh? As you do, yeah. As a journalist, as you do. Uh, he works for the Washington Post, mm-hmm. and he's like looking for a story uh, about just anything to write about. It's summer, and so uh, the news. It's just slow in the summer, I guess. I mean, can you imagine? <laughs> like, it's all, it's bad now. Yeah. But living in that area before air conditioning. Yeah. An absolute the nightmare. Swamp. Absolute nightmare. Awful. During the summer months, it has to just shut down. Oh, yeah. And so there's just not a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Right. No one can get out of bed. But so so he's just, like, bumming around looking for something to write about. And he goes to the hospital and is just, I think, looking for, like, weird deaths or something. Ambulance like something chaser. Yeah, but a journalist, which is, like, funny <laughs> instead of a lawyer. And he notices, like, on their intake list that a lot of these people, I'm assuming he knows someone who works at this hospital. Hopefully. I hope. <laughs> he just wanders into a random just, hospital. I mean, it's 1899. You can just look at people's medical records. It's <laughs> No privacy if it doesn't exist. And so uh, he's just flipping through records and sees, like, a lot of people coming in with bug bites, mm-hmm. right? And he's like, that's weird. And so he, like, talks to some doctors who have seen these patients about bug bites and writes this article that I'm going to read to you because it's pretty short. Yeah, they didn't have uh, stamina back no. in the day. And I, I thank Popular Science Monthly, Volume 56, because they had the actual article. Oh, nice. And I'm like, so thank you, because, like, the 1800s are in such a weird spot where it's, like, some paper, like, some, you know, like, Washington Post might have it on their website, mm-hmm. like, scanned in. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of times they don't. And then it's just, like, impossible to find. And all the other places I read about this, none of them had the actual article. They just quoted it. So thank you. Popular Science Monthly. <laughs> you are so popular. God bless. And so science. So on Tuesday, June 20th, 1899. <gasps> it was a Tuesday. Bite of a strange bug. Oh. Several patients have appeared at the hospital very sadly poisoned. <laughs> wow. Not gladly. Nope. Not with a sense of purpose or identity. Mm-mm. It was mysterious. 
poisoning. And they were bummed out. <laughs> it's pretty sad. They were real bummed. Look out for the new bug. It is an insidious insect that bites without causing pain and escapes unnoticed. But afterward, the place where it has bitten swells ten times its normal size. The emergency hospital has had several victims of the insect as patients lately, and the number is increasing. Victims. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's... He is... It's journalism, He's riding for a fall. Yeah. He is trying to incite some panic. Uh. Application for treatment by other victims are being made at other hospitals, and the matter threatens to become something like a plague. Does it? (laughs) None of those who have been bitten saw the insect whose acting proves so disastrous. Yeah, which is weird because you're still writing an article about it. Yeah, I apologize. This is an 1899 article. One old Negro went Mm -hmm. to sleep and woke up to find both his eyes nearly closed by the Uh, swelling and his nose and cheeks where the insect had alighted. Alighted. The lips seemed to have been a favorite point of attack. Mm. William Smith, a newspaper agent, that's a fake person. (laughs) William Smith. There's a whole street full of (laughs) William Smiths in the 1890s. William Smith, a newspaper agent of 327 Trumbull Street. Just like that's every, like that is a sentence I heard in Rick and Morty. (laughs) I've been rewatching it. I think Trumbull is a made up, like interdimensional cable word. (laughs) Like three grapples. Trumbull Street. Seven uh, trumples. Anyway, he went to the emergency last night with his upper lip swollen to many times its natural size. Wow, Kardashian. <laughs> the symptoms are in every case the same, and there is indication of poisoning from an insect's bite. I don't know. I don't think he knows what poisoning means technically with bites. Yeah, a lot of people get poison, venom, yeah, et cetera. And they're all yeah. just swelling doesn't mean it's poison, I just want to say. I'm like, yeah, there's no way he's going to. He's a journalist. He, he hasn't even seen the bug. He's just like, I don't know. They're swollen. <laughs> I don't know. I read some stuff at the hospital. Uh, the matter is beginning to interest the physicians and the and every patient who comes in with the now well-known marks is closely questioned as to the description of the insect. No one has yet been found who has seen it. It's probably vampires. <laughs> who bite your lip? I'm going to be Kiss. real. It's one, of, it's one of those kissy vampires. It, it bites your eyelids Mwah. and your cheekies. Feel be bad. be much cuter. Because I know we got that email. I think it was an email, maybe a message. Uh, from someone who was really, really squicked out by eye stuff. Oh, yeah. And every time, this whole thing is just sorry. Like, yeah, when they get in the eyes. <laughs> I mean, you said that. Yeah. There's very little eye stuff in the rest of this. I don't feel good about it. <laughs> but anyway, so that's the article, which is hilarious to me because, you know, people talk about today, like, news stations having very charged language, which they do, mm-hmm. but also they always did, so... Hmm. Gotta sell papes. Yeah, you got, and you gotta just pay attention to your news sources and understand that they're biased and they want you to think certain things. Right. He, he was, like, two inches away from being, like, 15 symptoms that Ooh. might be caused by this vampire bug. I know. Number like three will amaze you. <laughs> yeah. Your heart completely stops. <laughs> <laughs> but remember, so I said earlier, 
Carlos Chagas figures this out in 1909. Mm-hmm. This is 1899. Yeah. So that's 10 years from now. So they know that these bugs bite you and then terrible things happen. They don't know why mm-hmm. that's happening. So they don't have any way to test for it. And so it's all kind of like nebulous, you know, about like what's going on. What is it? I have a quote from that uh, scientific article that says, The afflicted victim would wake in the morning with swelling mostly of the eyelids, lips, and occasionally the hand, shoulder, or arm. Hmm. I guess because they crawl up your arm probably to get to your face. And they just take some nibbles on the way. They get lazy. Like, I need a break. (laughs) I don't. I have to get all the way up there. need a pit stop. That sucks. Uh, Swelling typically subsides within 48 to 72 hours and was accompanied on occasion by fever and or symptoms that resembled poisoning. Mm. Talking about what is described at the time. Yeah. Um, most of these reports are coming from the Northeast. I actually have a map for you of this epidemic. And, and some of them, though, were in the Midwest, and there was one in California and one in Georgia. So kind of all over. None mm-hmm. in Washington State, though. Hi, PNW. We don't got it. <laughs> well, I bet there was none in Alaska either. I said PNW. You're in Alaska's PNW. Yeah, but, I mean, we didn't mention, like, Oregon. Yeah. I mean, they're PNW. You're included. I didn't hear PNW. I said it. <laughs> All I heard was Washington. <laughs> I said Washington and then I said PNW. So, yeah, there's like one here, one over there, some of this, but it's like mostly here. Yeah, the major hub You know, cities. concentrated city areas. Yeah. yeah. They got that going on. And by the end of the summer, there are 60 articles on kissing bug epidemics mm-hmm. from around the country. Uh, they reference over 100 cases, mainly in the Washington Post, the New York Times, the Atlanta Constitution, the Boston Daily Globe, and Chicago Daily Tribune are where you find them. Uh, do they have any cool names? What? Like the Seaboard Poisoner Bug or something? Do they have Oh, any, they like, have some alternate names. None wacky, of them are better. Wacky names? No. No. Okay. <laughs> but... Uh, it's interesting. They included uh, patients' names, ages, residential addresses with these things. They're just doxing people left and wow. right. Wow. <laughs> They're like, hey, people can come to your house and talk to you about this bug. Hey, thing. are you really sick? Hey, is, could I see the bug? I need to write a letter. Who are, they're like, who are you? It's like, I'm Jeff. I live down the street. I was just interested to see your bug. Uh, no one was named Jeff. <laughs> That's true. Joseph. And they also called it the Hobson bug and the Dorsey Foltz bug. That's okay. It's so much harder to say than kissing bug and so much <laughs> less catchy. So good job. Uh, I mean, when it's kissing bug, it's already so catchy and, like, mm-hmm. good for newspapers that I'm like, yeah. why would you call it anything else it's at all? It's a bug, and it kisses you. And then you die. <laughs> and your heart explodes full of worms. Uh, or some, you know. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> In shorthand. So a whole bunch of people apparently are being bitten by these bugs, um, but at, you know, at this point, they don't have any deaths being attributed to it in America. Mm-hmm. And... The United States, I should say. And that's pretty true of the statistic that we see in South America as well, although now they're treating it. So yeah. probably more deaths before. And such a an enormous, like, um, hibernation period. Yeah. I, I mentioned I haven't slept in a... <laughs> it's fine. My words aren't do good. I can edit. It's fine. <laughs> uh, but it has such a period where it doesn't show any symptoms. Yes. Often, mm-hmm. like... How, the like hibernation they, period. They, they wouldn't. They wouldn't know. Yeah, I don't. It's not called the hibernation. No, I know. What is it? <laughs> I'm trying to think of it too. I don't know. Oh, my brain's broken. Just like an inactive period. <sighs> yeah, I know. There's a word. 
Anyway, but it really hits the peak of the stress about this in uh, mid-July because a 33-year-old Chicago native named Mary Steger, I don't have her address for some reason, um, (laughs) she dies of unknown causes, right? Okay. But her doctor, George M. Illingsworth, issues a unique death certificate on this because she had apparently been bitten by the bug six days previously, or a bug. It puts, like, gets out his little sheet of bug stickers and puts them all over. (laughs) Pretty beautiful bug for her death certificate and to the family. I've been waiting for this day. Um, And he puts her uh, cause of death as chief and determining cause of death, sting of kissing bug, consecutive and contributory cause, tonsillitis. (laughs) It's probably the bug, but her tonsils were looking pretty... But also pretty, her tonsils were pretty bad. Pretty iffy on the tonsils. Uh, and she's only 33, so she's not, you know, this isn't like somebody you would expect to die this early. Mm-hmm. So people are stressed out the about s- that. The sting of the kissing bug. And But there are also medical experts in the area who almost instantly, right, are like, I don't think so. That seems weird. We haven't seen anyone else die from this. Why are you so sure just because she got stung? Mm -hmm. And six days ago, like, that seems pretty fast. Uh, Seems fast for a potent poison. Are you sure that's the only option? Well, these are medical professionals. They'd know better. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So are you sure that's the only thing it could have been? Uh, like, how bad were the tonsils? And he's like, okay, fine. So they dig her back up, right? Great. Love that. Uh, or I don't think she's actually buried yet, but they're going to back to her body to do a second autopsy, but she's already been embalmed, so you can't. So they're like, well. Uh, depends. Depends on what it is. Yeah. But they're like, anyway, the bug's death stands because we can't look at it again. Cool. Cool. Thanks. Great. Perfect. So, but, but that embalming job, <laughs> ooh, very good work. And they were so fast. So Way to go. Too fast. Efficient. Suspiciously fast. <laughs> they did it while they were diagnosing her. <laughs> was it a bug or was it actual poison? Mm, was it a murder? Who's cause poison? <laughs> Uh, but so on July 15th, 1899, Dr. J. Morrison publishes an editorial appealing for the U.S. Secretary of Agriculture to get involved with, like, what's going on, right? Because mm. bugs. Bugs. And basically it's just like, hey, this seems like it's getting kind of out of control. Uh, maybe you should, like, do something. The government should do something. Should you do something? I'd appreciate if you did something. Far be it for me to tell you your job. Yeah. But I feel like <laughs> maybe. And uh, he, I have a quote from him that says, It is of the utmost importance that those who possess the means of studying this insect describe its nature and devise methods for its destruction. Ooh, methods of destruction. Mm-hmm. So like, he's like, we need to know what this bug looks like so people can be aware of it, and we need to know how to kill it. It's kind of weird that no one's seen one. Yeah, still nobody has like seen it or brought it with them as far as they know mm-hmm. at this point. Um, and other people are questioning just like, are you sure it's this bug because you haven't seen it? Yeah. So it seems like maybe it could be a different thing. It's like a cryptid bug. I don't know about you guys, but there's been a lot of times in my life where I have a red splotch somewhere on my body that's kind of swollen, looks like it could have been a bug bite, and I don't think it's ever been a kissing bug. Um, I don't think we have them. Well. They're only in 28 states, and I don't think they're here. So far. So far. (laughs) Maybe when I was in Nevada. But, uh, yeah, like, as far as I know, it's always been a spider, mosquito, something like that. Sometimes it's just a pimple. Mm -hmm. 
You know, there's lots of things that swell and make things red that aren't kissing bugs. Like half the time you're like, I don't know, like an ingrown hair, maybe. Right. Is right. It, is it the kiss of death or is it a hair? <laughs> it's hard to say. It's hard to say. <laughs> it's really hard to Who say. No, really. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the government just, can't help There are a you. lot of red lumps and bumps that might be on your body that might swell up that are not this bug, uh, which is why, like, how are you diagnosing it without seeing the bug? Mm-hmm. Like, especially when you can't test the blood. So it's like, you just look at it and you're like, probably. Right. None of them are probably progressed enough for you to see, mm-hmm. like, physical yeah. uh, things in the body. Right. Where you're having heart failure it. or anything. And yeah. Even if a kissing bug bites you, like I said earlier, in the United States, uh, they don't usually give you Chagas disease. They don't do the poop thing. So, it's like, even if it was a kissing bug, that doesn't mean you have it. It might just be a bite and it just goes away. Because the bite's not the problem. Mm -hmm. So, eh, it's, like, pretty unlikely that that's what's happening. But because of that, there's, a you know, the stress and all these articles coming out and this woman died from it, so then everyone freaks out. And yeah. if you have any red anything on your body, people are flooding to the hospital. Get it checked out. Make the doctor look at it, which is hilarious because even they can't tell if it's, that's right. what it is. What are they going to do? <laughs> but you don't know that. What is this? So, is it a pimple? Is it death? <laughs> Help me. I don't know any more than They're you like, do. like, let's try to pop it and we'll see. <laughs> I'm just an x-ray technician from the future. I don't know what it's this is. Fine. Um, and most of the time when these people, because some of these people are bringing in a bug with them. They do find a bug, right? But uh, most of the time it's like a horsefly, it's a beetle, it's a mosquito, it's a spider. <laughs> the guy comes in with like a frog. Sometimes. He's like, is, is this it? Is this the kick- kissing bug? <laughs> <laughs> is this a kissing bug? <laughs> Sometimes somebody uh, brings in a butterfly. So yeah, <laughs> literally the me. And uh, sometimes it's a bee. So gosh, that would be a dark world if butterflies <laughs> gave you like deadly diseases. Right, but they do bite people. Mm-hmm. So like, do butterflies bite people? I think so. Oh, I think they, I think they can. I don't think they usually do. Because like now and then you see butterflies like you know on a river bank yeah. feeding on a dead fish carcass or something. Sure. So they can be. Yeah. You know, opportunity killers. Sure. I think they can bite you. Like, I, I've heard of people being bitten by them. But, like, it's not frequent. I'm just thinking they that. They just normally don't go to humans in that, general. That vine where there's a You're probably bugging them. butterfly and a pug comes up and just eats it. <laughs> <laughs> so sad. Anyway. Anyway. Um, but and as the epidemic goes on, there's more and more outrageous stories people are telling, oh, obviously. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, one... Self-reported victim, my quote says, uh, from Brooklyn, says the bug had a head like a rat and two long fangs. And I'm like, nope, that's wrong. I think he just got bit by a rat. That might have been gonorrhea. (laughs) (laughs) This might have been a rat. Hard to say. Uh, And there are bad things when you get bit by a rat. (laughs) It looked like a rat, but with fangs. Was it a rat? It's probably a rat. Are you from New York? Was it a rat? Brooklyn. Oh, my God. You should probably go. (laughs) You should still go to the hospital because it probably has rabies or something. But, like, or something else bad. of New York rats, I read an article which... Uh, I mean, I saw the headline of an article, and then I didn't read yeah. it, about how the rats in New York are getting more aggressive because there isn't as much just trash people. food oh, around. Oh, sure. Like, people aren't leaving their garbage yeah. out because no one's going So now out. they got to hunt. Now they, they're coming out. Oh. They're coming for you. Uh, and the picture was just, like, a rat in the subway with, like, 
I don't know, like a Whopper box. Uh-huh. And he's just looking at it. It's empty. Oh. It's like tragedy. Someone, like someone proposed and there was no ring. <laughs> Which like, people do, but they don't oh. usually have a box for the lack of ring. <laughs> um, that's funny. Well, and I was just going to say, like, you know, you get bit by a rat and it could be like rabies or something. And I was going to say, but yeah. in New York, it can't be hauntavirus because I learned that from right. reading articles or a video I watched. Thanks, Doc. Thanks. I'm glad to know it's not hauntavirus. It won't be hauntavirus. I was really worried it was if the haunt. bite you. And then it's only if you eat them, I think. So what? Or they or from their poop. I don't know. I bet there's people in New York that eat the rats. Well, because people in China were getting hauntavirus again, because oh. I think because of eating rats or from the poop of rats. Yeah. So that's the thing about eating animals. You shouldn't eat the poop. There's some and there's some animals you shouldn't eat. They're just disease Which ones? vectors. Rats. You could eat a rat. <laughs> Mm. There's good eating on a rat. Just don't for, encourage rat put, eating. Put the if rat you get some. a disease from eating a rat, it's not my fault. I mean, just don't eat the, the poop. Don't eat the tail. Anyway. The tail is so gross. We're not going to talk about eating rats anymore. Get, like, um, a nice dipping mustard A man out. from New Jersey claims uh, he was bitten by a bug almost six inches long. And kissing bugs are one inch well, long, so it's a really big men one. Men don't know what inches are, so... <laughs> <laughs> well, low-hanging fruit, perhaps. But maybe he saw the Jersey Devil, and he's like, is that a, is this a bug? Is this a bug? Well, and I'm like, is it just six bugs on top of each other? <laughs> in a trench coat? In a trench coat. <laughs> Pretend, try to get in the movies. And then it tries to kiss you, and you're like, no, not, I don't, you have my consent. I don't want to kiss you. It's like, say goodbye to your heart. There's another one from Indiana where this guy says that the kissing bug attacked his toe oh. as if it was boring for oil. Wow. That's so aggressive, first of all. That is aggressive. And second of all, that's you, not kissing. It's not kissing your feet. You couldn't move your toe? It's confusing. <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't know what's happening. Just like, just like went for your toe and you didn't Straight move it. You're it. like, well, let's see what happens. But now we come to our hero of the story. Oh, yeah. Dr. L.O. Howard. Dr. Low Howard. <laughs> Doc Low Howard. Get low Doc Howard. On and the Doc Low. In August 20th, uh, 1899, in the New York Times, he is talking about the epidemic. Because it just happens over the summer. Of 1899. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a government entomologist, and he's like, let me give you the straight facts here about what happened. I Man, I love entomology. There's yeah. a lot of sciences I like, but calling yourself a government entomologist. Uh, he's, he's employed by the government. Yeah. I'm assuming from agriculture. It takes the cool right out of it. <laughs> now you're the man. Now you're the no, man. No, trust me. He's the man in the cool way, I promise. <laughs> you're the bug man now. <laughs> He's getting us down, but he's not. He's bringing us up. So he notes that the bugs have been around um, and known to science for 50 to 75 years. So, like, we're aware of them. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he suggests that maybe they're more prevalent during the summer in 1899 because of uh, the climate, you know, rising and they come out more. Mm -hmm. Apparently, it was like two to three degrees Celsius higher, which is significant. I don't know what it is in Fahrenheit. I didn't look it up. <laughs> Refuse to. So if you do it yourself. Figure it out. We're Americans. We're not obliged. This is about science. Okay? <laughs> so we refuse to use Celsius. Is, no, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's Celsius in here. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't look up the Fahrenheit. Got it. Got yeah. it. I'm, I refuse to because it was science. Yeah. So you don't have to. But that's a lot. It's, it's a lot. That's like a few yeah. um, units. Yeah. Of Fahrenheit. Each. Of, yeah. For each degree. Of, yeah, concept <laughs> there, yeah. units. 
we were, we were talking about concept <laughs> units. Um, but that this could have led to there being more kissing bugs and other insects in general around that bite and do things. Yeah. Science has told us bugs don't like cold. Yeah. Most of them don't when like you, it. When it snows on them, they get unhappy. Yeah, and they die. Uh, and that makes sense, too, why most of the cases were... Uh, farther south, most of the places up at like top of the north, you know, like at the border with Canada, almost they didn't have any basically. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's too cold up here. As, even even in the summer, they don't want to be here. As Alaskan, I have never seen a bug. <laughs> no bugs at Except all. Except for mosquitoes. Yeah, which mosquitoes will just are the size of uh, float planes. Ugh. It's because the moose are so big; they don't have to fly very fast. Yeah, <laughs> they're like we can get them. It's fine. Like, it's fine. Um, and like climate change is also not in full swing, so like it just doesn't get as hot and cold as it does right now in general because it's eighteen ninety nine. I feel like there's uh, what like what's going on in eighteen ninety nine as far as like interchange between immigrants with like Central America and like the Northeast. No idea. Any wars going on? Stuff no, like that. Don't know. <laughs> Yeah, because, like, that can also have an effect. It's, like, a real hot summer, and then, like, people are moving around for work. Yeah. Let me look who's president in 1899. That helps me figure out what's going on. 99. President. William McKinley. No idea. Gross. Doesn't he get murdered? No one cares. (laughs) No one cares. I'm pretty sure he gets assassinated. (laughs) He buys Alaska and then he's, like, killed and nobody cared. he gets assassinated. Nobody cared. Oh, yeah, he gets assassinated in two years from where we are at. So no one cares. Later. Um, So I don't know. (laughs) But uh, Dr. Howard says, uh, but other... but other bites, including mosquitoes, uh, with hysterical and nervous systems produced by the newspaper accounts, mm-hmm. that the newspapers are riling people up, uh, have aided in the general alarm. So he's like, <laughs> yeah. are there more bugs? Yeah. Like, could they be biting you? Yes. Um, however, could they just be mosquitoes? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, like, the newspapers yeah. just trying to freak you out? Yes. They're is amazing, but the other bugs will bite you. Yeah. Just because. Uh, I have a couple more quotes from him. It says, this happens during one of the temporary periods when newspaper men are most actively engaged in hunting for items. There was a dearth of news. These swollen faces offered an opportunity for a good story, and thus began the kissing bug scare, which has grown to such extraordinary proportions. They report that replicas of the kissing bug became... Oh, that's a different thing. Um... Spoilers. Spoilers. Uh, But basically, generally, he's just saying, you know, like, they're blowing it out of proportion. Like, are people getting bitten? Yes. Are people getting bitten more than four months ago? Yeah. Is it by kissing bugs? Probably not. (laughs) It's just bugs. Oh, so there's, like, no one's actually getting kissing bugs? Or, like, some people are, but not as many as they think. I think he's saying people might be getting bit by kissing bugs, that he doesn't think anyone's getting, like, the disease. Mm. And that mostly it's just that people are having swollen faces. Because almost nobody dies. Yeah. At all. And obviously, like we said, it could be dormant for a long time. Dormant's the word. Dormant. It could be dormant for a long time, so... It's possible that they could have died from it later, but they don't even know that yet. Yeah. So at this point, he's just like, I think you're just getting bit by other stuff. Yeah. Especially because you can't find the bug, which he thinks is weird. Um, and it's hard to prove what bit you if you can't find it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, whenever I have a mysterious bite, I just assume it was a spider because that's just what's in my house probably. Yeah. But I don't know. 
Unless it, like, very clearly looks like a mosquito bite. It got spooked when it was leaving rent. Did I tell you that, like, some species of mosquitoes can, like, smell your sweat and then through your sweat can tell what your blood type is? And they have preferences? Um, I mean, I've heard that elsewhere. Yeah. As mentioned previously, Alaskans are very concerned with mosquitoes. <laughs> but yeah, they've got preferences about specific blood types. Maybe that's why like, cool. uh, there's like the adage, or I don't know if it works or not, but when you, uh, at least when I visited areas that had malaria yeah. like in the early 2000s, sure, uh, we started taking garlic pills uh-huh uh which makes like your sweat smell bad yeah well uh, and it might mask the scent of your blood type maybe yeah or like but i have no idea if any of that's actual science or if or it's not. just yeah like we think this so here you go yeah is it a vampire thing we don't know <laughs> sure you can take the garlic pills but here's also a treatment for not getting malaria you're welcome uh thanks but yeah so you know, mosquitoes can just hone in on you. And I guess I have a blood type that mosquitoes like. Oh, uh, what's your blood type? Uh, I'm O positive. Mm. Uh, I think they like O and A specifically. I think they don't like B. And I think they prefer positive over negative blood, which I find very strange. Mm. <laughs> They've done studies enough that they're like, we know what type of blood they like. Like, how strange. You just, like, put out a bunch of plates and see what I they go for. It's very weird. Yeah. I... Just release them into the glass cage. <laughs> release. What are they doing? Someone, an intern, just opens up a bag of mosquitoes. <laughs> and just, here's your plates of blood. What do you like? What, what would you like? <laughs> so weird. And someone has to count them. Mm-hmm. Nasty. Gross. Uh, anyway, not only do, do the kissing bugs, you know, become this problem that we're having, but also uh, they are used as fashion statements. People wear replicas of kissing bugs for fashion. Interesting. Um, criminals use kissing bugs as defenses in their legal arguments. <laughs> Love uh, it. I have a quote that says, the Washington girl, meaning Washington, D.C., might wear uh, the kissing bug on all occasions and in all forms of her jewelry from her garter buckles to her tiara. Do we have examples? I haven't seen anything. I, I tried to look to for pictures. That. It reminds but me I don't think they're of uh, like people wearing brooches of jeweled beetles yeah. or like scarabs, right? Which I think is really cool, right? And it's this cool. is fascinating. I would love to <laughs> yeah. see this. Well, it's like um, we talked about Lenardi um, and his like balloon flight mm-hmm. uh, a while ago, yeah. and then women started like doing their hair shaped like balloons, and they were wearing like dresses that the skirts were shaped like hot air balloons. It's great. So it's like, yeah, current events as far as like those type of things heavily influence fashion for like a brief window of time, which is like very interesting it's to true. me. True. Fashion. I was thinking about doing an episode on cod pieces. Uh huh. I'm like, how would? You, why would you even ever start? I'm like, I mean, this is my speculation without having uh-huh. looked at anything. I'm like, right. So it probably start as a military thing. Sure. And then people love to fashionize the military. Sure. And that's why we wear pea coats and camo, camo, and yeah. you know, right, olive green. Yeah. Uh, and then they started putting little faces on him, and it got real weird. It's very weird. I want to know who <laughs> cod-pieced so hard that it people stopped doing it. Yeah. They're that, like, it's gross, and I hate it. It's not cool anymore. Imagine, Mm-mm. like, holding on to you that trend too long. Yeah. 
Because sometimes you can hold on to a trend too long. Oh, 100%. And sometimes the trend is cod pieces. <laughs> yeah. And it just stares at you the whole time. <laughs> anyway. I will happily give that one to you. I don't want to read about it. So you can do it. The pictures are amazing. Uh, I'm sure. Little, like, face, yeah, faces. Uh, and apparently there are, speaking of that, there's advertisements uh, and political cartoons that are published that have oh, kissy yeah. bugs in them. I bet. Um, and comparing them to people in society. Uh, my quote says, particularly male suitors are kissing bugs. Yeah. Yeah, they come in and kiss you and they just crap on your face. Crap on your face, leave Thanks. a devastating disease. And you die. Then you die. Dating, Dating. is so fun. <laughs> um, and beggars would also wear bandages so that they l- and pretend that they had been bit by kissing bugs to ask for money. Mm. Uh, and some of them even had fake doctor's notes about how they couldn't work until they were cured. Wow. So they really need that money to go back to work. It's not their fault, Haley. That's, that's a good scam. It's a pretty good scam. I like that. I'm, Topical. There are people who are always, like, so... Um, Smart. Yeah. Just like the the ingenuity, you know, is impressive. Human nature. Yeah, totally. What people need, and and it's always going to happen. Like you know, whenever there's a big thing that you can exploit, people, someone's going to do it. Whenever there's a wall around a theme park, there's a man with a ladder. I have a poem for you. Oh, I Um, I do like that was penned during the scarce poetry or scare scarce. (laughs) It was it it was scarce. The bugs. Swift, with undiscerning glee, through the land he goes, kissing one upon the lips or the chin or nose. Some of us well know, some of us well know they worth, gay philanthropist. Some of us who but for thee never would be kissed. Dating. Yikes. It's a movie never been kissed. It's just in this. That's what this is. Oh, that was a good movie. It's about a journalist. <laughs> Related. Oh, my gosh. Um, so, like I said, they didn't figure out what caused uh, Chagas disease until 10 years later. So, it's very unclear at this time, like, how many of these cases were actually the disease and mm-hmm. how many of them weren't. But... People are pretty sure, like scientists currently looking at the data, that they're like, ah, it's probably just like a lot of bugs. And they were just freaked out by the newspaper. Yeah. It happens a lot in the 1800s because newspapers print a lot of things as like a joke, some of them, (laughs) or other things that are true. Just having a laugh. But they're exaggerating them so much that then people freak out and they don't need to freak out. So, but what if, and we, it still happens now? So just remember, we freaked out a bit. Yeah, just like for fun. But what if we just had a little freak out? It's summer. I'm I'm all hot and bothered already, and then there's an evil bug that's gonna murder me. I'm freaked be, out. Need to be mad about something. Yeah. There's and a reason that almost all, or not, I shouldn't say almost all, there's a reason a lot of uh, revolutions happen in the summer. Yeah. <laughs> it's because people get hot and mad. All right. Can't take it anymore. And by that, I'm, I mean, it could be summer either way, you mm-hmm. know, wherever it's, whatever time it's summer for you. Or is it just because uh, waging war in winter is a cruel joke? Could be. It's no entirely one, possible. No one wants to do that. No, it's bad. That's why they used to just take a nap. They're like, guess what? But, like, what a Too great bad. excuse. You know, you have, like, a blemish on your face, and you're like, oh, but maybe it's, like, poison. Excuse for what? Like, you know, because you have a pimple, and you can be, like, daring and romantic about it. Oh, Instead of being like, sure. yeah, it's a pimple. 
I have acne. It's like, no. What if it's a disease bug? But what if it's a disease? <laughs> uh, I have a quote from that uh, scientific article I read um, that I forgot to, to list the name of, but I'll look at it in a minute. Uh, it says, yet one is still left pondering whether uh, trypanosoma cruzi parasitic infection has only recently been introduced into this vector population or if the infection vectors have always been endemic, so just like hanging out but not a problem, mm-hmm. uh, with infections in humans previously being neglected and undiagnosed. Sadly, we may never know the answer. For now, sleep tight. Don't let the kissing bugs bite. <laughs> I mean, in, in warmer climates, Thank absolutely. You. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Uh, I'm, I'm sure for hundreds of years, at least, that yeah. these bugs have been around biting people and killing them. That Just pooping all over pooping everything. Pooping right in your wound, right in your body. Poop. Poop. <laughs> it's amazing we had this far without doing that. Um, <laughs> it's not the office reference. So, oh, and so at the end here, I want to thank uh, these people because I read excerpts of these books. Um, but I want you to just pay attention to who the authors of these books are. Okay. So one of them is called Panic Attacks, Media Manipulation, and Mass Delusion. All of these books I want to read now Mm because this was just like a small excerpt of these books. That one I definitely have on an Amazon list. Uh Uh-huh. By Robert Bartholomew and Hilary Evans. The Martians Have Landed, A History of Media-Driven Panics and Hoaxes by Robert E. Bartholomew, Benjamin Radford, and Outbreak, the Encyclopedia of Extraordinary Social Behavior by Hilary Evans and Robert E. Bartholomew. (laughs) Huh. I was like, is this the same guy every time? And it's like, yeah. What and I'm it, like, what if it wasn't? <laughs> three different Robert Bar- Bartholomews. No. Even I'm, though one of them is with the same lady, Hillary Evans. She's also a also different. A diff- even also though a different. It's spelled weird. It's still different. <laughs> two completely different sets of identical named people <laughs> writing books that are very th- similar books. The same topic. It's incredible. And what if you shared a field of study with two people that had your exact name? It would be so irritating. You would have to kill them. Yeah. Like, if somebody else had a comedy history podcast and their names were Alexis Lord and Haley Strickon, we'd have to just kill them. I'd be like, I mean, is, 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 am I a joke There can you? only be one, you know? <laughs> but what if Highlander. <laughs> what if it isn't us? What if they win? <gasps> oh, no. And they sound exactly like us, so you'd never even know. You never know. Do, 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 do. <laughs> oh, man. We're going to start creating conspiracies on our podcast. Um... But yeah, that was my that was it. Thanks for that terrible that's, time. That's the time. It's awful, You're isn't welcome. it? Isn't it awful? But it was guess what? It was it's probably fake. So it's good. Well, <laughs> the um exaggerated news yeah. was faked. Yeah. It's a very real disease it and is. it will kill you. It can kill you. It's definitely going <laughs> to murder you. It is what will cause your death. <laughs> so yeah, imagine hearing about all of this yeah. when you're Haley and you're like nine. Nope. <laughs> I'd be so upset. Be like, well, uh, uh, I guess I'm going to die. Well, now I know my fate now. <laughs> this disease. I'm way too young to know this. <laughs> Such a heavy burden. No, thank you. I mean, I've already learned about crocodiles. This world is so vicious. It's bad. I don't want to go. I don't want to grow up. I don't want to be here. I'm just going to stay inside. All right. I'm just all just being here inside. Oh, the article is called the 1899 United States Kissing Bug Epidemic. Well, there you have it. It's just plain dry. There you have it. It's on NCBI.com. 
nlm.nih.gov. There you have it. Mm-hmm. Simpler time. You can find it. I said their names earlier. Simpler time. But thanks, peoples. They had actually a lot of really good, like, information for this episode in that article that wasn't just, like, very, very sciencey. So mm-hmm. I appreciated it. I like it. And I like that it basically was like, so we were studying this disease in Texas, just, like, seeing what's going on. And then we were like, oh, I wonder how far back people were aware of, like, this general idea. And then they just found all these articles in 1899 and were like, whoa, like, what's going on? Whoa. And then once they looked at them, they're like, oh, okay, people are just freaking out. Like, it's not really, like, it's It's rough, happening. though. Like, Probably. in the moment, it's hard to, especially yeah. then. Right. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Like, how how would you know if it was fake or no. exaggerated? Right. And well, There's and no way to tell. It's the thing where, like, you know, some things... Like, I want to do an episode about hoaxes, mm-hmm. and we've had that recommended, you know, or as a recommendation to us a few times um, from some people. But this is, like, the weird middle ground of, like, I mean, technically it's real what you're talking about. It's not a hoax. It's probably just not as bad as they're saying it is. Mm-hmm. People are just attributing things to this that aren't that thing. Um, so it's, like, confusing. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's something, you know, it's a phenomenon that happens a lot. You know, all the time. So it's like good to, I think, good to talk about, good yeah. to know about, be aware of. And, um, be aware. Be yeah. aware. The, and, the, you know, the news will sensationalize things. So, like, often things are not as bad as they perhaps seem. You know, like, uh, I watched a video, speaking of the our giant hornets, I watched a video about um, them from... Uh, Coyote Peterson, mm-hmm. who's a YouTuber who specializes in being bitten by these things or stung by them. I watched a video where he got stung by one. It was pretty bad. Um, but so he like knows exactly how painful it is, and he, like how does he get them? He catches them in the wilderness. Where does he live? He goes all around the world to catch them. He just travels places and accosts yeah. wild animals, <laughs> just catches and them, makes them like now you're gonna. Bite. He's got like professional nets and stuff, and like puts them in a cup, and then like. Has like he put, he holds them with like things that keep them safe, and then like puts them on his skin, and they just do it themselves because they're mad. What? What? Yeah, for science. Um, I don't think. <laughs> I don't of all the things. That's not what it is. Yeah, it is. Uh, uh, is. But so uh, he and he says it's the most painful thing that he's been stung by. Specifically. <laughs> wow. And he's been stung by a lot of shiz. Yeah, there's a lot of things out there. But that are like very painful. I, but like I've watched a few of his videos where he gets bitten or stung by something, and he freaks out about that much more than most of the things. Yeah. Um, you'd like it. It's a lot of a man being unhappy. I do like men in distress. <laughs> yeah, being I distressed. Do. I do. <laughs> and like it, he caused it himself, so it's like even better because it's like, well, this is your own fault. Yeah, like it isn't fun if people are just like. In extreme pain or stressed or out, sadness. Yeah, it's like no, it's good when they put themselves. You did there. this to yourself. You did. You did this for fun on purpose, and it was just a bit too much. Um, but yeah, because he'll, he'll like show, basically. I think the idea is he's like he gets stung, and then he tells you how the pain feels, and then compares it to other pain from other animals or bugs or whatever he's been bitten by, and he shows you like the progression of the bite. Right, like you can see, like mm. they keep track of the swelling and how much it, you know, uh, and just like the pain level and everything. Has he done the kissing bug? Uh, I don't know. I'll have to look. 
But um, he was talking about the article that came out, the one that said, like, murder hornets. <laughs> yeah. And he was, like, rolling his eyes because he's, like, they're just making it sound so ridiculous. Like, most of the time these things aren't even going to get near you. Like, they're not going to sting you probably. Like, they're not here for you. They're here for bees. <laughs> for vengeance. <laughs> no. Uh, like, they specifically eat bees. That's And terrible. the reason they're called murder hornets, it's sorry if you, don't, if you don't like um bug talk you just want to go uh you should have listened to this episode <laughs> i mean you knew but you knew what you were getting into um because they go to hives and then they like decapitate the bees and then they take the bodies and then feed them to their children back at their nest i don't want anyone to yell at me about like <laughs> the, the decline of bees right what, what about this guy? What about this guy? He decapitated all of the bees. It's, and I, I saw a picture of it. It's real nasty. It's yeah. really sad. Na- but Nature is hardcore. But he's saying if they're using the word murder, which makes it sound like it's killing people. We only use murder for people-to-people killing, unless you're like, fur is murder, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and that's, once again, to incite the feeling like you should feel equally bad about animals dying to humans dying, yeah. right? That's the point of the word. And so he's like, okay, it's very unlikely that you're going to get stung by one of these things in general, even if they're in your area. Uh, Like, they live in Japan, and not a lot of people get stung by them. It's like, it's very unlikely. Even if you get stung by it, just go to the hospital, and you'll be fine. It's not like They can treat it. Those, um, like, African murder, actual, Mm -hmm. actual murder bees. Yeah. That will chase you. Right. That are, like, aggressively pursuing you. Um, I like they were like, murder is anthropomorphizing <laughs> creatures' behavior. It's like, no, they, these but ones, these though. these bees are murderers. These ones will follow They're you. They're trying to kill they you. They will break your door down. Um, but e- And, yeah, even if these things, even if one of them bites you, it's probably not a big deal. It's usually only a big deal if a whole bunch of them bite you, if they're swarming. Mm-hmm. Um, and even then, it's like, just go to the hospital, and you'll be fine. I imagine a swarm <laughs> would be like... They're huge. Like, when you're at... Uh, I used to volunteer at, like, a dog shelter. Yeah. Um, and when you would go to clean them, just, like, a wall of dogs. Yeah, it's all. Yeah. That's what I imagine. But hornets. like, the size I'm thinking of. Yeah. Oh, the dog Some, size. Somewhere between. No, they're only, like, this big. That's, that's like, dog sized. No. Yeah. <laughs> that's, they're, yeah. They're only a few inches, maybe. Somewhere between dog sized and, like, people in those inflatable sumo suits. <laughs> yeah, somewhere there. They just like, all run at you, tunk, hit you with sumo like, suits. Just avoid them. Like I'm, tr- I'm standing. I'm trying next to the wall, and it's just rubbing up against me with its whole body. But really, the the most dangerous thing is for the for the bees is the problem. Yeah, right. Not humans. And uh, if you don't live in Washington State or like right next to us, they're also in Canada. You're probably fine because they can't go very far. I would like to see one. They sound fun. I do. I mean, I show you a video. I don't want to see one in no, person. No, That's I want it like in person. I want oh, to see one. Do not wish that upon us, please. I mean, I don't want to have a swarm descend upon sure. the land, but. Uh, oh, I should say if you do see one, um, you're supposed to contact your local fish and wildlife. Oh, yeah. And just just take a picture of it if you can, and then let them know where you saw it. Yeah. We know you already have them on speed dial. Just call them up. <laughs> just call your local fish and wildlife. We know they're your best friend. And because uh, they want to know where they're being seen. So. Is it weird that yeah. fish aren't wildlife? Hmm. <laughs> I've never thought about it. <laughs> I think it's just they do a lot of things with fish, so they just want to specifically say fish. Mostly fish, a little bit <laughs> wildlife. Also, other wildlife, too, is good.
I've never thought about it. But also people say, like, when you go fishing or, like, you go hunting, they say fish and game. Mm-hmm. So fish are also not game. Right. Hmm. I don't know. Fish are their own like, thing. Like, sport fishing and game hunting is yeah, so, very different. I mean, your tools are the main thing. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully. Don't shoot the fish. You got, like, your, your fly rod. You're like, I'm going to get this bear. <laughs> I'm going to reel it in. <laughs> and you got your rifle. <laughs> Almost sniped this fish in a barrel. Let's go. Di- get out the dynamite. Yeah. T- t- hammer that barrel onto that tree and I'm going to snipe it. Uh, anyway. I don't know. <laughs> thanks for listening. I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. Sorry if you hate bugs or diseases or whatever. Summer or. Su- yeah, summer. Media, fish and game. I mean, honestly, for summer, hornets. just another reason to hate summer, you know? Summers. Whatever. I understand I hate why summer. Yeah. But I don't have to like summer. No. Well, and like, it's a pet peeve of mine when people say, wow, the re- weather's really nice, when they mean, wow, it's hot outside. Mm-hmm. I don't, those aren't the same. No. You can yeah. just say, I'm appreciating the warm weather. And I will say, I am not, but I'm happy for you. By it's nice out, I mean, I just got off a plane from the North Pole, and I haven't seen the sun in several months. (laughs) Yes, that would be fine. I will accept that. Yeah, go enjoy your UV rays, dude. But when you're like, it's 90 degrees, it's so nice outside, I'm like, no, that sounds like I'm dead. Has anyone ever said that? If anyone has said that, that's because the last week has been like 110. Yeah, right. And now it's cooler. Thank goodness it's only 90 today. Anyway, it's getting hot in this room, so we got to (laughs) go. Um, you can leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or other places. Probably share yeah. us with your friends in general if you think they'd like our podcast. We were um, on a like podcast to check out from yeah. awesome ladies. Uh, hold on, I need to pull up that article because I want to like thank them personally because yeah. that's very nice. And also, uh, we need to tweet at them. But you're the in charge of the Twitter, so I don't know. Oh, and I'm yeah. bad at Twitter. You are. Technically, you are. We don't do anything with our Twitter, but it does exist. (laughs) Uh, And I'm pretty sure you have it. But um, it was called Women-Led Podcasts That You Need to Listen to ASAP. It's on glassstaircase.org. And it was by Callie Fleming. Um, so thank you so much. Yeah, we had no idea. People were like, yeah, we saw you in an article. We're like, excuse me? Yeah, we, we felt like we were probably posted somewhere because we got a whole bunch of new people liking and disliking us. And, uh, and we were on the charts for a minute. Uh, for comedy podcasts in the United States, which is very exciting, but was also very confusing. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure it's because that article, because that was in, like, March 2nd they posted that, and yeah. we were on the charts in, like, mid-March. Which is nice, because we thought it was bots. Very nice. <laughs> Haley thought it was bots. I assumed it was some sort of article, <laughs> uh, but I couldn't find it before. And then when somebody posted it uh, in... Are as a review, um, mm-hmm. they reminded me, and I looked again and just did a better search uh, and was able to find it. So, nice. well, thank, thank you so thank much. You, thank you to them. That's very kind yes. of them. And they put us right next to cereal, which is like, the nicest very flattering anyone could give very me. Very flattering. It wasn't ranked or anything, so like that doesn't technically mean anything, but. But, like, it wasn't alphabetical either. Also hilarious because they had a section that was, like, educational, but they put us in entertainment. (laughs) We are comedy first. We are. And and they even mentioned in the blurb, like, she said uh, that 
we were very funny, but also educational. Yes. But that were mostly funny. And I'm like, I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Opinions are split. Um, you can email us at hystericalhistorypodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. And uh, we will read it in a mini and, um, oh, yeah, just thanks for being around. We've had a lot of new people join our Facebook. You can join our Facebook page. Uh, we also have a Patreon where we are currently not charging people, but if you join newly, you will be charged. Uh, but we have a Discord from that that can be fun. It's pretty inactive, just so you know. <laughs> like, not a lot going on. But uh, we're hoping to do some more stuff over there soon. It's just been busy summer yeah. quarantine Everyone's school. tired. and yeah. Haven't slept in a while. Yeah. All of us definitely haven't slept. It's not mostly Haley. I'm taking all of your sleep <laughs> and not doing and it. And not doing it. <laughs> anyway, bye. 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 bye.